Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. An IV to give us a flavor of Christ's countercultural beatitudes, when was the last time, or has anyone ever, described themselves to you as meek? Whenever I have interviewed people for positions, both paid and voluntary, and asked them to tell me their strengths, I have never had anyone say to me, I'm a meek person. Why would I want to be meek? Far too often, we equate meek with weak. If someone is meek, we may wrongly reason they must be a washrag, or overly introverted, and maybe not taking proper initiative in life. Of all the character qualities we might aspire to, I doubt that meekness is on anyone's top 10 list of desired qualities. Yet, of the few words in the Gospels which Jesus uses to describe himself, one of those words is meek. And even then, many English translations steer clear of the word. For example, the New International Version of the Bible says in translating the words of Jesus, Come to me all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Only the King James Version translates the word as meek, instead of gentle. What does IT mean to be meek? Meek and gentle are the same words. The original Greek word is pi rho alpha epsilon sigma, pronounced praise. Meek is the word used in other ancient Greek literature for breaking a horse. It is to be changed from being a wild stallion who wants to go his own way, to a broken horse who is gentle before the master and allows others on his back without bucking. Consider, for example, the scene around Christ's crucifixion. Jesus was naked, exposed, and vulnerable to the idle curiosity of the crowd and the vulgar frivolity of the soldiers who were having a party around his suffering. If you are the king of the Jews, they taunted, save yourself. And yet the extraordinary thing is there was no spirit of revenge with our Lord. Jesus did not curse his tormentors. Instead, he prayed, Father forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. Luke 23 24. It is important to notice the meekness that Jesus is speaking about in this beatitude is not being a pushover. Meekness is not to be confused with being nice and easygoing. Meek and lowly as he was, Jesus could also take a whip to greedy money changers in the temple. We must not confuse meekness with weakness. What characterizes a meek person? Whereas poverty of spirit is more a humility before God, meekness is a humility toward other people. It is to be flat on our backs with only one way to look, up to God, and because we are in that position, there is no opportunity to look down on others. Meekness is a foundational beatitude. Jesus considers it a necessary part of righteousness. I believe the word meek needs a renaissance. Even if we use the word gentle this will be a great advancement in how people interact with one another. So, what characterizes a meek person? The meek have a desire to put others' interests ahead of their own, because they know it is not all about them. They practice healthy rhythms of giving and receiving with others, without prejudice or favoritism. The meek are more concerned with edifying and building up their brothers and sisters than justifying themselves. They don't care who gets the credit. And they receive criticism well. The meek are truly egalitarian and do all things with equity and inclusion. They make no distinctions between rich and poor, beautiful and ugly, intelligent and cognitive deficits, black and white, gay and straight, Democrat and Republican, or insider and outsider. In the meek person's mind, every person is created in the image of God and therefore deserves respect, attention, and justice. It is the meek who will inherit the earth, not aggressive people who believe in survival of the fittest, stepping on people to get where they want to go, or badgering others in order to get their way. Someone might protest, but if I live this way, I'll be pushed around. Meekness is not living without boundaries but is power under control. Maybe you will get stepped on, but you will inherit the earth. How do I live as a meek person? The three beatitudes of being poor in spirit, mourning over sin, 
and meekness toward others are foundational to all that Jesus says and does. They are central to being Christ's follower. Without them, there is only a contrived legalistic righteousness of our own without any real need of God. That is the way of pride, which is the straight and broad road to hell. Perhaps repentance is in order. It could be that too many people have made much more of themselves than what they truly are. Maybe we have adopted a soft attitude toward shame and shaming others, believing that some people need a bit of guilt from us to change their obnoxious ways. Perhaps we have paid scant attention to those who are in physical or spiritual poverty. And just maybe we have ignored and gossiped about others simply because we believe we are better than them. A genuine follower of Christ lives a repentant lifestyle. The Apostle James said, Confess your sins to one another, and pray for one another so that you may be healed, James 5:16. The way of Christ is the way of community. We are not to live in genuine lives, hiding behind a mask of outward conformity. Now is the time for authenticity, living life as God intended it to be lived, as a disciple of Jesus in the way of spiritual poverty, mourning, and meekness, the narrow path that leads to salvation. Non-retaliation happens when we realize our poverty of spirit and practice grief and lament. When we are flat on our backs before God, there is no place to look but up. And it means there is no ability to look down on others. It is to be broken and moldable before God. If you and I were part of the original crowd that listened to Jesus, there is hope. I have no ability to practice retaliation, even if I wanted to, because I have no earthly power. But that's okay because, in this spirit of meekness, I take personal responsibility for my attitudes and my actions. I am neither worse nor better than any other person. I do not need to retaliate, even when egregiously wronged, because I can fully entrust myself to God alone who judges the living and the dead. Conclusion It turns out that brokenness is the path to genuine righteousness. Jesus promised that the meek will inherit the earth. Christ didn't just make that up. He was quoting Holy Scripture. Do not fret because of those who are evil. Or be envious of those who do wrong. For like the grass they will soon wither. Like green plants they will soon die away. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord. And He will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in Him and He will do this. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn. Your vindication like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord. And wait patiently for Him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways. When they carry out their wicked schemes. Refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret, it leads only to evil. For those who are evil will be destroyed. But those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. A little while, and the wicked will be no more. Though you look for them, they will not be found. But the meek will inherit the land. And enjoy peace and prosperity. Psalm 37 1-11, NIV. Jesus was saying that only the truly meek will learn contentment, joy, and satisfaction. Their ego is not so inflated that they insist they deserve more. Indeed, because as God's people they are learning from Him, the meek understand they are co-heirs with Christ in an inheritance of God's kingdom. May your meekness and gentleness be known to all. Above painting by Hyatt Moore